Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. There are some parables in the Gospels that take some effort to unpack in order to fully understand what it is that Jesus is trying to teach us. On those occasions, a good sermon comes in handy. Today's parable, on the other hand, seems pretty straightforward. In fact, it doesn't seem like it needs that much of an explanation at all. Really, it just seems like good, practical advice. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Solid, straightforward wedding etiquette advice from Jesus. And if that's all this parable is, no need for me to say anything more. We can go head on with the service and get you out early. Well, as with all the parables, you might already suspect that this one is about far more than just good wedding etiquette. I think it may actually get at the heart of an important question. The kind of question that many of us ask from time to time, the kind of question that I was explicitly asked when I was being interviewed by a diocesan commission on ministry about six years ago when I was discerning a call to ordained ministry. How does believing in God change your life? Just a small question. I have pondered that question over the years. I answered it in the moment, I guess reasonably well enough because I'm standing here in front of you, but I've continued to ponder it. And from what I've seen from others and what I've experienced myself is that it first requires humility because believing in God reorients our entire perspective. It changes how we view ourselves, how we view others, how we view the state of the world. It causes us, allows us to see ourselves with greater clarity. That if God created everyone, then everyone is valuable. That if God is the center of the universe, then you aren't. And as the bumper sticker that Philip referenced two weeks ago at Mount Lebanon Chapel reads, there is a Messiah. It isn't you. (laughs) To believe that, though, to truly believe that, takes some humility. And to continuously remember and give thanks for God's presence and actions is humbling. And sometimes that degree of humility is a hard pill to swallow because we all try to find value, purpose for ourselves. We all want to be important in some way to leave our mark on the world, and that is a good thing. 
But in that pursuit, we can at times become so inwardly focused, so captivated by grandeur, so enamored by climbing the ladder and holding the highest places of honor, we can, intentionally or not, become a Messiah in our own minds, the Messiah of our lives. Sometimes, in order to fill a void of value and a sense of place, we overcompensate to project a sense of importance and value that we may not always feel within ourselves. Whatever the cause, whatever the reason, the human inclination to feed our own egos is a tale as old as time. And you don't have to look far or hard to find it. We are all capable of this. As we go about our lives, even in the church, from time to time. But in every case, every case, it is an obstacle to our faith in God. Because believing in God means having to let go and accept that for as much control as we may have or think that we have, we are not ultimately in control. That for all the power that we may feel that we hold, we are ultimately powerless. That for as independent as we may feel and strive to be, we are ultimately dependent. And so it takes humility to first acknowledge God and then to trust in God, to truly trust is constantly humbling. Now, I don't typically quote the Pope in my sermons, but this week I saw a tweet from Pope Francis. Yes, the Pope has a Twitter account, believe it or not. And in this tweet, he writes this very poignant message. Without humility, we cannot encounter God. We cannot experience salvation within us. We cannot encounter our neighbor, the brother and sister living near us. That's good words from the Pope. Because to know and believe in God, to really believe and trust that God created everything, including you, that God has acted in creation throughout history, as we see in the witness of Scripture, to really believe that God acted through Jesus, in Jesus, in living and dying as one of us, rising to new life so that we might share in that new life ourselves, all of that takes humility. But through humility, believing in God reorients our whole perspective. It changes how you may view yourself and others, how you view the world, and it allows us to see ourselves with greater clarity. That if God created everyone, then everyone is valuable. That there is a Messiah. It isn't you. That is humbling news to accept. And it is also incredibly freeing and good news. It is the good news of the gospel. 
that God has worked, is working, and continues to work in the world, that there is a Messiah that isn't you, and that the Messiah has done what we could never do for ourselves. Jesus, the Messiah, delivered us from the sinfulness and brokenness of this world, not just from other people's sins, not from those people, but from our own. All of that has been offered, all the forgiveness through Christ's death and resurrection, a wonderful and sacred mystery which we cannot yet fully even comprehend. That is good news. And it is so good that no matter what happens around us, however grim, whatever happens to us in our lives, however difficult, we have a source of enduring hope. Because nothing can change what Christ has accomplished for us. More than just good wedding etiquette, that is an idea, a glimpse, a huge glimpse of what this parable teaches us. And how fitting it is, I think, that we hear it today as we prepare to welcome a newly baptized child into the body of Christ. This parable speaks to the heart of what it means to be a Christian, of how believing in God does change your life. And as it will soon be with Evie, and as it is for her parents, her godparents here and from afar, her grandparents, and all other family and friends, as it is with all of us who are here, who are baptized into Christ's death and resurrection, it takes humility to acknowledge God and to trust in God. Truly trust is constantly humbling. But it is such freeing good news And when we believe it, really believe it, it reorients our perspective, help us see as God sees and gives us that enduring source of hope. And in the promise of baptism, as we will see in just a moment, believing in God is not a static idea. It's an active relationship that shapes how we live our daily lives, the kind of relationship that we see in the passage we heard from Hebrews this morning. Let mutual love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. Remember those who are in prison as though you were in prison with them, those who are being tortured as though you yourselves were being tortured. That sounds very severe. But that is what it looks like to live in active relationship with God. That radical empathy to carry out the promises of baptism, humbling ourselves before God. Seeing ourselves as God sees us, caring for one another as God cares for us, and living our lives with an unshakable hope. Let's have a baptism.